Gates of Orchid and Iris is brought to you by listeners like you. Thank you. Remember to like, share, comment, review, and subscribe to our podcast. Hello, this is Gates of Orchid and Iris. I am the GM, Paul. And who is playing tonight? This is Sebastian Seabass, and I'm playing Ikoma Chuse. This is Gatch Ruchis, and I'm playing Kayo Suko. This is Ludo, and I'll be playing Matsu Erika. This is Rachel, and I am playing Kuni Suiko. I'm Mason, and I'm playing Shishiro Saika. I'm Kay, and I will be playing various NPCs today. does this process go like how would you find a person in this large of a city it's like man tnd i just throw a gather information roll at it uh <laughs> yeah this isn't tnt though <laughs> and um no i don't think any of your school abilities help here no, I do not believe so. I think I can probably work it as a courtesy thing, but I got to kind of read that for real quick. Um, I think a water courtesy is something that would help because that helps you survey. Because um, air is more of an analyzed thing. I think fire would be like beating up informants, and I don't, I don't think that's that's uh, really the key here. <laughs> Because you aren't necessarily tracking him, so it wouldn't be survival at all. Yeah, I think I think the closest thing we're going to get to is probably courtesy. I mean, it actually looks like it'd be more of water with the way I would be going. Um, mm -hmm. Air looks like I'd be kind of trying to deceive people, but yeah. at, at the moment, I would. That's not what I'd be doing. Just trying yeah, to locate them. Yeah, you're trying to use your series of contacts to locate them, and yeah, that looks like a probably a courtesy. Yeah, that sounds about right. So yeah, um, you can make a water courtesy check. Um, let's see. in for this. That I seemed like seemed like a pretty meh kind of roll, though. <laughs> yeah, before I actually look at, at the roll, I'm going to give you a TN, and then I'm going to see if you passed or not. Um, I'm going to say that the TN, Jocho is a man of the town. He's the talk of the town sometimes. I think people would probably be able to track him easily. He's not, like, trying to hide where he is. So I'm going to say it's a, at least a TN2. Yay! Hey, and you got it without any strife. Good job. 
So what does this look like as you're like, who, who are like the people you ask are around town? Like who are your contacts? Like who, who do you use for your uh, people finding? I probably would have at least created a decent rapport with some, mm, someone located around the tea house. Um, mm-hmm. So I generally wouldn't have to go too far. Um, specific names I wouldn't really know offhand, but that would ideally be my go-to is someone nearby who may be in a more advantageous position to consistently people watch, you know, like they may have like an actual stall or something outside and me going up and approaching them, you know, like almost like New York food cart kind of style, you know, me going up and approaching them and talking to them for a second is like totally understandable. No one's going to look at that weird. You know, I think this might become a, a person in the future that we might use a lot more for you. So let's give them a name. Um, so the food mall, uh, food mall, food stall merchant, Kinzaburo, is a guy. He has like one of those ramen stands that that's on wheels, so he can take it to events and stuff too. And he's never in like the same spot twice but you know you generally know if he's in the area or not and uh you go up to him and he you know greets you uh as the honorable person as you are and uh he offers you ramen hello oh hey uh hello and he bows uh you you want a bowl yes of course and uh he opens up like the little like hot pot containers and you know uh takes out some of the broth and noodles and like puts some dried meat on it and hands it to you and uh he goes it's uh kind of late for ramen isn't it well ramen this good it's never too late and he nods i'm Usually, uh, moving up to the fisherman quarter at this time of night, and uh, but you caught me just in time. Uh, do you want anything else with your ramen? I probably figure I would still be little, little on the innuendo side if I'm asking him for something, even though it is, mm-hmm. out, you know, I, I, you know, I said it probably isn't strange that I'm speaking with him. Um, Says he was the son of governor, the head of the Thunder Guard. Is that what you say, or were you just talking to yourself for a minute? I, I was talking out loud for oh. for uh, for everybody. Okay, cool. I'm just coming up with an uh, an interesting line that kind of veils my uh, my request of him. Okay. Well, I was curious if you knew where one might find where Thunder starts. Mm, this time of day usually starts with tears and he gives you a wink do i immediately know that one, that offhand or is that um let's let's give con- you um 
what what should we give you? It will be a check. I know it will have to do with memory, so it's going to be at least Earth. Um, let's do a hmm. Or would this be void? So it's going to be a meditation check. So Earth meditation to remember. We've got some Earth. Mm-hmm. Cool. And uh, I will say the TN. Once again, we're going to stick with those twos. I like those twos. I'm just checking to see if uh, any of my abilities might do anything here. Nope, I don't think any of those would help you out. Yeah, surprisingly, we don't have meditation. That's uh, I think that's something I was considering, but just hadn't gotten it on the skills just yet. Mm -hmm. But it does look like you do have an success. Uh, or two successes, that is. Yeah, I got a lot. <laughs> yep. Um, so. And uh, you... I can choose to explode those, or do I have to? You can choose to, but you only need to, and more successes won't help you. You could get opportunities, and you don't have to keep the explosions if you don't want to, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll just keep it at that then. I don't want to risk more strife at the moment. So when thinking about Teardrop Island, why does it give you stress? And also, for those at home who don't know what Teardrop Island in is, it is the red light district of all of Ryoko Iwari. It is a place where there's many geisha houses, many horror houses, and uh, where some rowdy people love to hang out. And, uh, of course, by its name, it's also on an island in the middle of the river, because the river is pretty large, and this island is uh, fairly sizable. It's its own quarter. Most people call it the license quarter. I mean, I imagine the strife is similar to the one from the last. It is it is a very sociable place. It is also a place of much uh, material temptation, which is not Lots. a not a thing that uh, uh, that I'm for. So, but again, it is what I'm being asked to do. So I uh, tough it out and accept that. And Kinzabaro uh, looks at you, and uh, he, um, you know, he he's pretty casual with you at this point. He says, uh, "Do you want anything else with that ramen?" Gates of Orchid and Iris will return in a moment. Welcome to Cultural Explorations. During this gameplay break, we shall explore the tea houses of China and Japan. In China, tea houses, called Cha Guan, date back to the Western Jin Dynasty and further developed during the Tang and Song Dynasties. 
Tea houses are known for being spaces for socializing, holding meetings, and enjoying entertainment such as storytelling, chess, opera arias sung without makeup or acting, and puppet shows, just to name a few. Decorations depends on the tea house style and location, though you can typically find calligraphy, paintings, and flowers. A Qing tea house, mostly seen in Beijing, is known for having pergolas for enjoying tea outside with nature, except during the cold months of winter. Tai Chi tea houses are known in Hangzhou for their cha dao or tea ceremony. Other beverages such as plum blossom wine, papaya juice, and stewed plum water are also served along with foods like soups, dumplings, and small snacks. Today's tea houses still hold deep cultural significance, and China boasts over 25,000 of them. In Japan, there are two types of tea houses. The first are called chashitsu, or tea room. These are the standalone buildings you can find in parks or the countryside where tea ceremonies, commonly called chado or way of tea, are held. The single room is lined with tatami mats and has an alcove for a wall scroll of calligraphy, poetry, or painting, and flowers done in chabana style, arrangement specific to chado. You can also find chashitsu inside personal homes, temples, castles, and other buildings. They are only used for chado and always lined with tatami mats. The second type are called Ochaya, or tea house. These are not public tea houses like those found in China, but are exclusive establishments. Business is built upon trust, and anyone who wishes to join an Ochaya must be introduced by an existing patron. These are typically located within geisha districts known as Hanamachi, as geisha and maiko provide the entertainment. Ochaya are used for business meetings, political meetings, and social gatherings with geisha providing entertainment, conversation, and serving drink and food. Today, ochaya are dwindling in number. A few have opened to tourists as a way to stay open, but most still hold their exclusivity. One of the oldest and indeed most famous ochaya is Ichiriki Chaya, or One Strength Tea House, located in the Gion district of Kyoto. It has stayed exclusive through its 300 years and is the setting for the famous story 47 Ronin. A small note to make, the name for tea ceremony probably sounded pretty similar. That is because the spelling is nearly identical. Chadao is spelled C-H-A-D-A-O and is two words. Chado is a single word and the A is removed. This is likely because tea ceremony was introduced to Japan from China via Buddhist monks, mainly Isai. In 1187, Isai traveled to China to study philosophy and religion for 20 years. He brought back with him tea, the foundations for tea ceremony, and he founded Zen Buddhism in Japan. Thank you for listening. Want to know more about tea or tea houses? Visit our Patreon for longer explorations and other rewards. And now, 
back to our story. I was given a query the other day that I'm wondering if you perhaps have an answer to. What would it take to appease Thunder? He kind of gives you a chuckle and with the look on your face from mentioning where the tears start, I don't think you have it in you to appease where the thunder starts and uh he's he's trying not to laugh well my maybe i uh my it was more of because i'm gonna have to like you know introduce myself and potentially maybe you know i i find it maybe customary to bring a gift or Mm -hmm. offer something that that's more of what i was shooting for like you know what what does he? What does he like that I could just kind of give him? That he'd be like, "Oh yes, of course, yeah, you know, they'll, they'll take that happily." You know, and what is yeah. your name? You know, some, something to I'm gonna get my foot in the door with them is what I'm shooting for. Um, yeah, uh, if that that's I kind of knew what you meant, but I felt like teasing you. Um, all right, just making sure. Yeah, he he thinks for a moment for a more polite answer. Well, from what I hear. Quench thir- thirst and urine. I am kind of parched, so perhaps I will follow up on that. And the more mouths that you quench, the better. Alright. Well, I will uh, give him a bow and then wish him the best on his. Uh, trek over to, I believe you said the uh, docks, I think, right? The, the fisherman quarter, yeah. And hope for some good sales over there. And he bows back very politely and wishes you the best of luck of tracking down where the thunder starts. And uh, he you know, uh, takes his handles and uh, puts his back to his cart and starts pulling it away. Uh, so the the track to uh, the license quarter from the merchant quarter isn't that long. Uh, you do have to go on a boat to get there. And have, has your character ever been to this uh, quarter before? Not unless I was asked to, like I am now. Yeah, so I'm going to say probably this is the first time in this is the first time within the years that you've been here that you've been to this place and as you step foot on the island there's actually a good sizable wall like built around uh like front half that you can access by boat and there is one entrance and it looks like a shop and across the shop on the top, it says Swords Polished. And it looks like the only entrance in.
This is to get to the island? Uh, yep, this is to get to the actual, like, entertainment part of the island. Well, if it is the only way, I will enter. So you enter a shop, and it's a nice little shop. Uh, there are, like, people waiting. There are... Uh, it's it's pretty busy. Um, there's a man with a basket on his head to conceal his identity. And everyone's waiting in line, and you see that they are stopping at the counter. And they are giving their weapons to the man behind the counter. And for each weapon, they get a little tag. And this this continues with, like, the people in front of you. And there's not much exchanges. The man behind the counter bows, introduces himself as Cato, uh, asks for the weapons. And if anybody, like, gives him any guff, he just says, out of the respects of all the workers of the Teardrop Island, uh, we wish you to give up your weapons for the pleasure that this place can bring. This means no offense to anyone. These are just the rules to keep everyone safe. And, you know, eventually, after some back and forth, people do give up their weapons, and they get tags uh, to reclaim their weapons. And it seems like there's another counter on the other side that people are going to. They're, like, showing the the um, tag number, and people are running in whatever back room and, you know, getting getting out the swords and they each and every time they show them that the swords have been polished and maintained and you know people look very satisfied at you know the uh effort that this place went through and finally it is your turn i will just follow suit as those before me provide my weapons make no guff and Take my tag and move along my on my way. The the man behind the counter who introduces himself as Cato is like very respectful. Actually, uh, gives you a more respectful bow that you didn't like because you didn't argue. And uh, he gives you the tag. He lets you go, go in. He wishes you luck, fortune, and a happy time. And you go through the what seems to be the back door and suddenly you're out and um and it's a courtyard of sorts it's kind of a crossroads where many roads split off on this island and in front of you there's a lot of people hanging out there are tea houses well they're they're geisha houses they are you know advertising like acceptable hosts and good music um, and there's a few different ones. Some that one that's like right in the view, like straight ahead. That looks like very fancy, very um, it matches all the scorpion decor that's throughout the city. Then there's one kind of off that you can still see off the main road, and it looks very, oh, lack of a better word, exotic. It looks very different. It's Made out of different materials, it looks like a structure that will stay there for a thousand years. Uh, it is 
definitely made of all stone. The roofs are strangely shaped. It is tiled on the outside. And uh, definitely it looks like something that unicorns imported into or onto this island. And there's many other houses. There are people calling for you uh, to see if, like, you know, you want to come in and enjoy the services, enjoy the free music, enjoy the company of a man or a woman. Uh, you know, just everything that could be thrown at you at once happens right when you get out of this door. Well, I have a goal, so I will try not to be swayed by other things. Um, I'll try to find Jocho. Jocho. So, uh, how are you going to go about this? Let's take a look at some skills here. See if there's anything that would be applicable. I know he is the head of a mounted guard, but I assume there's no horses here. No, there's no horses. Uh, Not many ways to get horses around. Yeah, I didn't think so. Uh, I mean, I'd probably say it would fall to more of a courtesy this time, but my approach is probably going to be more on the air side. Um, Mm -hmm. Perhaps just... Trying to tell me, oh, I'm looking for Jocho, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I'm looking for Jocho. I am, you know, to be part of his entourage. I've sadly arrived late. You know, just it's just kind of, you know, just a bunch of hot air. Uh, trying to find out where he is currently residing this evening. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, and yeah, that's definitely another air uh water right we said water oh god that'd be air because it's more air. of a trickery approach oh then... yeah okay yeah it would be more air because you're trying to be like yeah i'm here for jocho where where he at um yeah uh so who about are you asking like do you go into a place or are you asking one of the people who, like who are like calling out or um do you ask some random person on the street I mean, that one, you, you went to such lengths to describe that one building. I feel like that's probably a good place to start. Oh, the the one building that's like in the line of sight when you get out the door? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd start there. I feel like if, uh, if he's going to be anywhere, he might be in the fanciest place. That's a good idea. Thank you for listening to Gates of Orchid and Iris. Remember to share, comment, and rate us where you can. If you're listening on YouTube, subscribe, like, and hit that bell notification button. Support this podcast by either going to our anchor.fm page and hitting the listener support button, or supporting us through Patreon. On Patreon, the $1 level not only will help improve this podcast, but you will receive an extended version of the cultural exploration segments monthly.
and we have a lot of other fun things planned for Patreon.